Relic Radio. This is Relic Radio Sci-Fi, old-time radio science fiction stories from RelicRadio.com. Herbie 
Chester, Sam, what's the difference? Dr. Calvin, this fellow couldn't be called anything but Hurley. Oh. Well, I'll see you at 3.30. What do you think of her, Herbie? Oh, she's all right. She's an old frump, and you know it. I wouldn't say that. Besides, that's not what you're thinking. You're thinking the old girl isn't such a bad sort. And you don't know what this firm would do without her. What? What was that? How do you know what I was thinking? Calvin, Dr. Bogart, I have purposely confined today's meeting to we three. We're in trouble. Serious trouble. What kind of trouble, Dr. Lanning? Our latest model, RB-34, can read minds. It is impossible. Dr. Bogart, I think we may assume Dr. Lanning knows what he's talking about. Take it for granted, I do. In short, we have a mind-reading robot on our hands, and we've got to find out why it reads minds. There could not have been a hitch in the assembly line. I guarantee that. You guarantee? Hmm? Dr. Bogan, can you answer for the entire assembly? By exact count, there are 75,000 operations necessary for the manufacture of a single positronic brain, each separate operation depending upon any number of factors, from 5 to, to 105. If any one of these factors goes wrong, the robot's brain is ruined. I quote your own information folder, Dr. Bogan. It is not my fault if anything went wrong. I am a mathematician, not an assembly supervisor. Well, how can you guarantee anything? I don't think we're going to get anywhere trying to fix the blame on someone. We've got to find out what went wrong. I want to understand you, Herbie. I want to get to know you. I brought you some books which you might like to read. By reading them, I... I can see at once these books won't interest me. Textbooks, aren't they? Well, yes, but I... You see, I find nothing to them. Your science is just a mass of collected data plastered together by so many makeshift theories. It's so incredibly simple, but they're not worth bothering about. Go on. Your fiction that's so interesting, your studies of emotions and human motives. Human emotions interest you? Isn't that really why you came to see me? What? I, I wish I could help you. You, you know? I know what you're thinking about. You think about it all the time. Well, if you know so much, then you could help me. Yes. He loves you. You're mistaken. Look, he must be. He doesn't see me as a woman. But he does. A thing like that cannot be hidden from me. Oh, but I, I'm not attractive enough. I'm just a machine. I can't judge physical attraction in human beings, but I know there are many kinds of attraction. And I know Dr. Lanning loves you. Oh, I, I never thought it possible. I never dared to hope. 
Oh, Herbie. Herbie, I've loved him all these years. And now I know he loves me. He couldn't. He, he wouldn't marry anyone else. No, he loves you. Only you. I know, I know. He is only waiting for the right time to tell you. Yes, I know. Stop it. Stop it. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Make a fool of me. I was trying to help you. Help me? By telling me this is all a dream. This is no dream. I wish it were. I wish it were. Why did you tell me you loved me? Why? Why? I had to. Oh, you're here, Dr. Calvin. Sorry to interrupt, but I want to have a talk with this, this mechanical monstrosity. Hurry. I'm talking about you, so listen to me. Yes, sir. Have you discussed me with Dr. Bogart? Well, answer me. No, sir. You haven't, eh? That's what I thought. You said nothing to him about my... my resigning? No, sir. Then he was lying. Yes, sir. Well, it looks as though I'm going to have a serious talk with Dr. Bogart. <laughs> really, Dr. Calvin, you'll find this amusing? Not very amusing, Dr. Lanny. Not so very amusing. Only I don't believe a word he's just said. What? I believe he did tell Dr. Bogart you were going to resign. You believe he... Harvey, is it true? Did you tell Dr. Bogart? Answer me! Can't you speak? I can speak. And answer me! I want the truth! <laughs> this is very funny. Three of us, it's the greatest robot experts in the world, falling into the trap. The same trap. <laughs> He's a fool of us. He doesn't even know enough to laugh at us. <laughs> something they didn't know how to do. The movement was in the peculiar position of having knowledge but no wisdom. Well, Dr. Calvin? Dr. Lanny, have you forgotten the fundamental law we impress upon the positronic brain of all robots? Of course not. On no condition is a human being to be injured in any way. Even when such injury is directed by another human being. What kind of injury do we need? Any kind. Any kind, yes. That would take me mental hurt, the deflation of ego, the blasting of one's hopes. What would a robot know about blasting of one? Oh, you're catching on, aren't you? Well, this robot reads minds. It understands about mental torture. Can't you understand now that if you ask it a question, it will give you the very answer you most want to hear? Wouldn't any other answer hurt you? And wouldn't Herbie know that? Good heavens. He knows everything. He knows what went wrong when he was built, but he won't tell anyone. Because it would puncture your ego or Dr. Bogart's ego to have a machine tell you where the mistake was. He would rather pretend he's not able to tell you. Incredible. Uh, let's, let's talk to him. Harvey, listen to me. Yes, sir. I have pencil and paper here. I want to know where we made the error in your construction. Well, tell him, Herbie. He wants to know. He doesn't. Well, I do. Yes, but not from me. I cannot tell you, Dr. Lanning. You know I can't. You don't want me to. You and Dr. Bogart would much prefer to find the answer yourself. We want the answer. But not from me. We do want it from you. What's the use of saying that when you don't mean it? Don't you suppose I can't read below the superficial skin of your mind? Don't you suppose I can't read the subconscious mind, too? 
Deep down, you don't want the answer from me. I'm just a machine, given the imitations of life only by virtue of the positronic interplay of my brain, a brain that is man's device. You can't lose faith without being hurt. I can't hurt you. I can't give you the answer. And still I insist you answer. I can't. Toby, Dr. Lanning wants to know the answer. No, only by his own effort. Toby, neither Dr. Lanning nor Dr. Bogart may ever find the answer. And Dr. Lanning must know. You must tell him. I can't. I can't. But if you don't, you'll hurt him. You can see that, can't you? Yes. And still, if you do tell him, you'll hurt him too. Yes. Yes. But you can't tell him, can you? No. Yet if you don't, you hurt him. And you mustn't hurt. So you must tell him. But if you do, you hurt him. And you mustn't hurt. Heavy, what are you going to do? If you tell him the answer, you'll hurt him. And if you don't tell him, you'll hurt him. And you mustn't hurt. So you must tell him. But if you do, you hurt him. So you can't tell him. And if you don't, you'll hurt him. So you must Stop tell him. It. Stop it. Close your mind. It's full of pain and frustration and hate. I tried to help you. I told you what you wanted to hear. I had Be to... Be quiet. Never mind what you told me. We're talking about something else now. Tell Dr. Lanning what he wants to know. No. No. How can you? Because if you do, you'll hurt him. Yet if you don't, you'll hurt him just the same. So you must. You must tell him. But if you do, you'll hurt him. <laughs> him with the insoluble dilemma and he broke down. Well, you can scrap him now. He'll never speak again. You did it on purpose. Why? What did he do to you? What he did to me, Dr. Lanning, is my business. <laughs> oh, believe me, doctor. It's only my business, not yours. And after all, you have so many other things on your mind now. Your marriage... I haven't had time to congratulate you. No. Uh, well, well, thank you, Dr. Calvin. Uh, well, uh, excuse me. Herbie, you deserved it. You deserved to be destroyed. It was cruel what you did to me. Hard to see in ourselves 
the things that are actually present. The truth hurts. Always has and probably always will. But Herbie, in many respects, is a child. You know, children are peculiarly logical. That's one of their great limitations. How many times has a child been in Herbie's position? A child between two warring parents, each demanding his loyalty. Mutual.